I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Me and you were sat on the hammock and I was like, Vic, I just don't get it. Like, back at home, I'm popular, you know? Like, <laughs> my friends want to hang out with me. Like, people want to be my friend. And in here... Nobody wanted to be my friend. <laughs> Hello everybody and welcome to Vicky Patterson The Secret 2. So this week I am super excited about my guest and I know you all will be too. She is here by popular demand. I can't tell you how many people want to hear us two together again. It is of course my jungle bestie, the lovely Fern McCann. <laughs> welcome. Hello everybody and welcome to Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2. I have got one of my favourite people in the world on the podcast this week. She's without a doubt my best friend in the industry. She is of course the lovely Fern McCann. Welcome. Darling. <laughs> yes. How are you, pal? I'm so excited to be doing this. Yeah, I'm good. How are you? Do you know what, mate? I'm all right. Um, I'm feeling like with the sunshine and everyone's just in a little bit of a better mood. Mm, it does feel like one big holiday now, though. I don't know about you. <laughs> I think, yeah, like, obviously, we've probably had very different experiences with lockdown, have we not? Yeah. Like, I'm, I've got Urcan, we've got our little flat, we settled into a nice little routine of just, like, having a drink every so often, watching box sets, like, working out when we wanted. But you were, of course, a mother, so there is a tiny little living thing demanding your care and attention all the time. And I can imagine that might have been a little bit stressful on your own through lockdown. It was <laughs> tough. Like, and I I felt bad even, I feel bad even saying this because I've only got one child. Of course. And people have multiple children. Honestly, I don't know why anyone would have more than two. But um, (laughs) yeah, it was tough. I made the wise decision of moving Jill, my mum, in at the start of lockdown. She was amazing. And honestly, I mean, looking back on lockdown, I know there's talk about maybe a second wave and all of this, but right now where I'm at right now, I feel like looking back at lockdown, it was a positive experience. Overall, I, do you? Yeah, overall. There, there was there were struggles, don't get me wrong. There mm. were definite struggles. But overall, the positives outweigh the negatives. And Sunday, she was hard work. She's two and a half. So she is <laughs> demanding, bossy, independent, sassy, two-year-old girl I wonder where she gets all that from Fern it's so weird (laughs) (laughs) honestly no it's so funny you say that because there's certain things that she does and says and it's literally like oh (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> shit. that's shit. That, that's me. No, th- this is this is really bad. This is so bad. Um, <laughs> naturally, naturally, I naturally it's not natural at all. I actually blame my mum. I said, "You you let it slide <laughs> with the whole swearing. Have got a bit of a potty mouth, and I really am trying my best because I've got a dog now, and this is a whole nother." another subject sorry I know if you didn't have enough on your plate woman oh I know we're going off on a tangent but basically I was on a dog walk Mm. I don't even know why I'm admitting to this but we was on a dog walk (laughs) and the dog done a poo dog poo Uh and I picked it up with obviously a a, a poop scoop bag yeah, yeah whatever they're called and as I went to pick it up Sunday we're allowed to swear on this why are I, mate? It's my podcast. What you oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Do bear shit in the woods. So anyways, <laughs> I, I picked up this 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 dog poo uh-huh. and Sunday went t- to me. She went, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I looked at her. I was on my own, just like no one was there. And I I didn't know whether to laugh or cry, but I was kind of proud that she got it in context. You know what I mean? It, I would have said yeah. that. But then I was like, oh, she's, I've got to nip it in the bud now because it, even when I'm cooking and I might muck up or if I drop something on the floor, naturally yeah. I'll say, oh, fuck's sake. sake. So, so she's, uh, yeah, she's picked up on that bad habit in lockdown, which which hasn't been great. Um, but she's, yeah, she's copying everything, everything that I do. She, yeah. She's so funny, so cute now, apart from the swearing, which she done that once and uh, she's not done it again since, thank God. I've been saying, oh, for fudge's sake. That's what I've been saying. Have you? Fudge. Oh, Fern, are you going to turn into one of these women who says things like, oh, crackers, oh, crumbs. <laughs> are you going to be one of them? Because we're not going to be friends. <laughs> I don't think I've got it in me to be like, oh, crumbs. <laughs> God, handle crumbs. <laughs> oh, poops. Um, no, we, yeah, I was, there was talk about getting a swear jar, but I wasn't going to stick to it. So I just have to nip it in the bud. Yeah. I suppose like, I, I don't even think about the things I say and what comes out of my mouth. I've got no impressionable little ears running around, but I do think it's just, an extra level of like responsibility that I haven't really taken into consideration, but obviously your life just revolves around now. Yeah, it's 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 a huge responsibility having a child, and I think I honestly still I know this sounds ridiculous. She's three this year. I still have these moments where I'm like, she's mine, and mm. I am solely raising a mini human like that is just (laughs) nuts but it's it's a lot of fun yes in lockdown it was tough and we definitely had our struggles like any relationship but it's you you, I, I found my my new way of living as did she I've got a whole newfound respect for stay at home mums being such a, mm. a busy person and always on the go she was in nursery then to go 24 hours indoors together was intense but it was a lot yeah. of fun at the same time so yeah when Boris announced that the nurseries were back open we did throw a mini party <laughs> I'm not surprised <laughs> I was like yeah. she's my child though you know she she thrives off stimulation from other children and the education so it's um life is kind of creeping back to normal which well mm. normal ish I say mm. 
I think like there's been enough time lapsed between the very strict lockdown rules and that phase we were in where it was like stockpiling toilet roll and sort of feeling really really uncertain and scared enough time has lapsed since then for what to almost romanticize it fern now i'm not for one single second suggesting you didn't have a lovely time but what i'm saying is is there any chance you're looking back on it a little bit with your rose tinted glasses because i'm doing it i'm going you know what i learned so much about myself and i don't want to go back to that fast-paced way of life and actually when i look back i was stressed to death Mm. so do you think you're romanticizing a little bit or are you 110 like lockdown was a plus I had some real dark times yes, okay. and some struggles. And for me as, a, as, as an individual, this is in lockdown, as an individual, I am not very good with space and being on my own. Yeah. So that was, that was a, a big lesson for me and something that I've been trying to work through, but never had that time to just be on my own because I always invited my friends round and I was always on the go and had that fast pace of life. So that to, to work through that mm. was, um, was really, really hard. And yeah. I kept up with my weekly therapy sessions. So yeah, I had, I did have some really, some, some struggles and there were times where I thought this is just rubbish. And then I accepted the life that we were living and just a real mixed bag of emotions. But overall, I, yeah, perhaps I might be looking back with rose-tinted glasses, but on <laughs> on the plus, I I can safely say that all the positives massively outweighed the negatives. Like I had time to focus on a business that I neglected. I had time to really get to know my daughter like I've never done before, get to know myself, have quality time with her where I quite often looking down at my phone and then we're, then we're yeah. at this place and then I'm dropping off at nursery. So it was nice to work on that relationship with her and, you know, it's kind of cringing cliche, getting outside in nature <laughs> and I've done lots of cooking. I've done lots of drinking alcohol. And, um, but yeah, what about you? Like, did you, did you struggle or? Um, no, mate, I think, oh God, it's dead hard because obviously I just want to be one of those people who's like, I'm super grateful for me health. And, um, I just want to do the right thing and all the rest of it. But like, I couldn't, I couldn't be being genuine if I wasn't to say there were some moments where I really missed my family. I really missed my friends. I really missed like my old way of life. Um, but I did work through that. And I know what you mean. It kind of felt like it was, there was like a point where we had to go over that hump mm. um, and proper dig deep and work out, like learn some things about myself, probably some quite really painful truths. Mm. Like I, I've realized I, I'm the same. Like I actually, was probably going far too fast, was doing too much work, accepting jobs that actually weren't important to get me where I want to be long term. Mm. I was spending time with people out of obligation rather than desire to be around them. I was just on this super fast like hamster wheel mm. um, because I thought being busy was was what you had to be in life in order to be successful and lockdown has showed me it's the polar opposite um, and it's just been lovely to realize that but it was a difficult realization mm. to come to like it was an uncomfortable journey for me and at times I did really struggle with not being doing as much as I normally do. But I think that in certain situations you have to go through uncomfortable, tricky, hard oh, barriers to then get over Absolutely. to the other side. Yeah. 
because I always say not everything is plain sailing. You have to work through it. Otherwise, you're going to mask a feeling or just kind of bury it, brush it under the carpet. But it's going to resurface some way, shape or form. That's why lockdown, listen, I know people struggled, myself included, but it was exactly the same for me. It was at such a like time is such a luxury isn't it yeah and having that fast pace and not being in the present and then to have an abundance of time and kind of not really knowing what to do you was just sat with yourself and that's really tough for some people that was so tough for me I was contemplating all sorts but then when you get past that and you work through it it's it's kind of really beautiful because you do learn more about yourself and you're wiser and all of that fuddy-duddy stuff, you know? No, yeah, right. And it's, it is, I think everyone will have experienced similar things in one way or another. What have been the things you've used, the tools you've used to get through lockdown? Like, I know for me, mate, I had to start limiting my screen time. Sitting, scrolling on social media would have been the, like, just the death of me. It would have mm. been so bad for my mental health because I'd sit and compare myself to others. I sit and think... Well, more recently, I sit and think, fuck's sake, everyone's pregnant but me, but that's another story. <laughs> so, yeah, I absolutely had to, like, limit that. Was there anything you did to help you get through and protect your mental health? God, there's such a baby boom at the moment. And even with a child, I I still feel like that myself as well. <laughs> um, Yeah, yeah, I definitely have to. It's It's one of them things that it's like a sugary donut on the side on your kitchen counter mm. and you you know the consequences if you eat it and it's not going to be good for you and all the rest of it it's not going to be good for you but you can't <laughs> help but eat it I found nights where I was just scrolling aimlessly not mm. getting anywhere and I thought why am I looking at this I'm not actually benefiting from it but you again mm. I need to I need to do that to realize that, that it's not good for me simply so yeah. my tools and I know lots of people like yeah whatever like you say that and you're on this spiritual path or spiritual awakening what have you but this is genuinely what I have done that has helped okay. me so I meditate now I knew you're gonna say meditate I knew you were you look really calm and that's not me bullshitting you you look really serene <laughs> babes um yes meditate I meditated this morning and there's so many amazing apps um that you can you can download for free or or not there's just so much amazingness online Uh and you can do it I think when I first started meditating I got so fixated on am I doing it right or Mm. am I doing it wrong where it's just kind of down to you lots of people say that you need to be set upright and alert whereas I like to lay down this is the room that I'm in now that I I like my incense and have my crystals and it's a ritual to you. So I do that every morning and I have to set my alarm nice. super early so I can do it before Sunday <laughs> wakes up, Miss Fang, <laughs> Miss Sunday, as we call her. And that really just stills my mind and just calms me and just puts things into perspective. And I just, I feel like we're all balls of energy. And I just think that if you can sit still and just, just clear your mind and offer yourself up to this like greater force. Hmm. It's just a really cool thing that I love to do. So meditation, uh-huh. um, obviously exercise is a massive, massive thing for me. I know for yeah. you, yourself as well, that's almost a form of meditation. Going mm-hmm. for a walk, I've loved going for dog walks. 
cooking just calms me and having a large glass of vino. (laughs) You are my spirit animal lady. I love all of these. (laughs) I'm thinking of getting into meditation as well, but I'm such a like, I'm such a neurotic person and like my brain is at times a very like crowded and quite stressful place to be. So I find like ways I calm it. I, I like to read, I try and listen to music, I train. Um, but meditation, the minute I sit down to do it or I have ever before, it just feels like me all these things that are the last thing I should be thinking about come popping into my head. Like I remember arguments I had when I was like 12 years old and like I replay things and I'm thinking, why are you even in my head right now? Like I just want like a couple minutes quiet. So is there any apps you can recommend for me? So Calm is amazing. Insight Timer is is really cool because then we can share certain ones that we have enjoyed with friends, Mm. etc. But honestly, meditation is a practice. So you can't just immediately be good at it. And it's something that yeah. you have to work on daily or every, well, I think daily is essential personally. But of course, like if you can focus on the breath, it is a practice to learn. You've got to learn to like completely clear your mind. Mm. Naturally thoughts. I think it's it's remarkable how many thoughts we can think of at the same time. Like <laughs> I can think of about five different thoughts right now all at the same time. It's just crazy. You surprise yourself. I'm like... I'm really good at clouding my head, but um, yeah, it's a practice. And if you just kind of focus, shift focus on, you know, your breath, then you, and you, you'll get there if you, if you try daily. Also, I love to, um, I'm now keeping a gratitude journal. This oh, is, yeah, love that. Love this that, is man. so key. I can't mm. tell you how, how good it is and the most mental crazy things have been happening to me in my life since I've been almost beat I I feel like small daily disciplines of goodness goes a long way so Mm. meditating um counting your gratitudes because it just raises your Oh, I know it's not for everyone and I and I want to talk to the mass here because your podcast darling is is getting very <laughs> successful now and it's got a big yeah. audience and I want to I don't want to sound like an absolute witch but I'm all about just raising my vibration and just keeping mm-hmm. it high and doing it with a smile and when you start writing down your gratitude you really start to give thanks to even small things and when you start living your life like this things start to fall in place yeah, and you don't yeah. get so stressed or so worried. Or I used to really fixate and obsess over being liked or have I said the wrong thing to a friend? And that used to completely consume my whole day. Mm. So now I'm like just on this journey and doing these really positive things for me. It's kind of like, do you know what? Now I'm going to stand strong with what I've said and not yeah. not care about what they think and, it's just I think it's important to do self-work and then yes in lockdown going back to that when I did have my really low moments and when I really did struggle I've got all the tools to like pick me back up and not get into an insta hole and compare myself to other girls that let's face it you're never going to be like anyone else but you and this is my mantra I speak about it every day there's only one you that is your power I I literally live by that because I just think yes you could be like oh god I'm I've not got this or I'm not like that I I always think to myself oh 
I wish I was more articulate, <laughs> like Vicky Patterson. I wish I could. That's mental that you've just thought that because when you were speaking before, it was going through my head where it's like, whatever she is doing right now is working for her because not only have I never seen you be so eloquent and sure of yourself and confident, you just look so happy and comfortable doing it. So never doubt yourself oh, there, mate, because no, you are well, there you smashing go. it. Oh, there you go. It. I'm glad I've got friends like you, my love. This is what we do. We We end up. No matter what we're doing, this is maybe why we're why we're really good friends. Is we just start complimenting each other to the point where it becomes awkward in the end. They're like, "Oh, I know, no, but you've got beautiful hair, but your skin's so stunning, but you're really articulate." Oh, but it's no, I'm so bad for it, Flynn. I will fangirl you and like literally suck you off till the cows come home. It's too much. <laughs> It's too much. Let's move on. I'm so proud of how you seem to have caught with lockdown. It feels like you have got a really good gauge of how it's affected you yes. personally. And everyone can learn from how you chose to deal with any hardships throughout it. Um, you're back at work now, though, right? You're working here. Yeah. You're filming your new show. How's it going? Yes. it's. It, I feel like I was never really away from filming because the last episode of the last series, which, um, if I'm honest, I'm, I'm so lucky that my, my last series it went on screens in lockdown. So there were so many more eyeballs watching my show, which was great <laughs> for the ratings. Um, so yeah, we, we filmed the last episode just in the nick of time. Hmm. And it it was just, just before, or as it was happening, Boris then sent the UK into lockdown. So we just completed that series. And yeah. that's why, you know, lockdown, we've all lost track of time and it's been a little bit of but I don't know how many months we've been in lockdown. I've kind of lost count. Four, five? Four, yeah, who know. knows? Um, see what I mean? So now we're back <laughs> to filming, obviously following the government's guidelines. And it is different, but at the same time, I'm kind of used to it. Yeah, it, we're back filming and I feel like I've never been away. So, which is always good because when you're filming a show like First Time Mum, as you'll know yourself, a reality show, when you have time off, you almost feel a bit rusty when you get back to it. And you're like, oh God, what am I going to film? How am I going to be in front of the camera? And what what, what are they going to follow? But you just easily get back into it. So back filming, back to work, which I love. I, I love being busy, even though, yes, it's great to slow the pace of life down. I love being booked and busy. <laughs> hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. It's like, it's your livelihood, mate. And there is like a, an even bigger amount of pressure on you to provide for Sunday, to provide for your family, because 
you are playing both mommy and daddy roles right now, right? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I'm the yeah, sole provider to Sunday for Sunday. But I guess three years in now, I feel very much like it's all I know. Yeah. So I and even even prior to Sunday, I loved being busy and I, I love to work. And I guess I'm lucky that I love what I do. And there's always different opportunities and lots of variety. But um, yeah, girl got to work. Girl got to pay those bills. <laughs> yes, you do. She's a boss bitch right there. But I, I think, um, and it's really interesting. I, I think you must be, and you must get so many messages, such a, almost like, essentially a bit of an inspiration to a lot of women who through one reason or another are bringing up a child on their own and it wasn't what you set out to do Fern but it's like you say all you've ever known was going through your pregnancy and bringing up Sunday especially when she's small on your own was that super tough was that quite a difficult experience it's been such a journey it has been such a journey because now my friends who are having babies who are in relationships you know for example Danielle and Tom They've just had a Daniel Armstrong. She's just uh, had her beautiful little girl, Orla. And I think back when I was pregnant and giving birth, I would have a little bit of not bitterness and not jealousy, but I guess a, a li- yeah. Well, I guess that those feelings. Hey, mate, I don't blame you. Like I would definitely yeah. have that. And there was like comparing. Oh, I didn't. I didn't have that experience. Whereas now, I. I, I, I actually forget that I'm a single parent. Hmm. I am just Sunday's mum. Yeah. And I look and I think that if I were to have another baby, I would love to do it in a partnership and with, you know, as a team, because I look at my friends and, yeah, people on Instagram, even though that's not <laughs> as it seems, but I, I look at my friends and think, yeah, I look at my sister and think, and her husband, you make a fantastic team. Yeah. So, yeah, it wasn't, obviously it wasn't what, I'd hoped but honestly now like it's kind of being a single parent it it is hard Uh it is hard yeah I've got an amazing support network and I felt for so many single parents in lockdown I was so lucky that my mum moved in with me Mm -hmm. for a considerable amount of time but there were people that didn't have that luxury and it it was hard and because even having my mum there, she wanted she wanted me and she wants my attention because she wasn't used to having me at home. It's it's tough. Whether no matter what what setup you're in, I think mm. being in lockdown with children, having a child is tough. You know, it's it's such <laughs> a big having response. a child. Full stop. Is fucking Whether you're in lockdown time. or not, it's tough. Yeah. And being a single parent, you know, I don't care what anyone says. It it is tougher because it's just you. Yeah. It would be lovely to have an extra help of an extra pair of hands. That's why it's so nice when my mum's around. But yeah, I kind of I always say, oh, you know, I don't know any different. It's it's what I've always known. But now it doesn't feel I don't feel like I'm on my own. I don't feel like, oh, I'm a single parent. I don't have them feelings that I had on the offset. That's why it has been a journey. And it's it's kind of like kind of like right what am I going to do now like how am I going to let anyone in so I'm so used to I'm so used to it being me and her and having Mm. our routine and now it's like where do we go from here 
I think like that's understandable and also a lot of people will be able to relate like you have built this wonderful relationship with your daughter and you have a you probably started off just making it work and doing the best you can but actually now you're not surviving you and her are fucking thriving mate mm. she's gorgeous she's so confident she's so beautiful she's just a wonderful she's a testament to you and you look the happiest you've ever looked as well so it is going to be a huge decision like when you finally do make it or a huge move to let some one in and I reckon it's going to be canny hard major sorry like I do think so major and and I think when you're single for a considerable amount of time you become more picky you become more picky about what you're going to let in me because you know you can live without somebody so true true. I think everyone I think it should be mandatory that everyone should be single you know you've got some friends that are they're just always in relationships they just you know guilty (laughs) as the words come out of my mouth I'm looking at you thinking and you're one of those friends it's It's, you it's this bitch you're that jammy bitch bitch that always bags herself a man um oh please don't half of them have been more trouble than they're worth please don't envy me but this I I think when you're single a lot of my single friends I'm not saying it's hardship but when you're single, it goes back to getting to know yourself. You have to get to know yourself to let anyone in before anyone could get to know you. And I really do think that it should be mandatory to be, for some period in your life, single. But but not for too long. Because now, yes, I am in this little <laughs> sticky situation where I'm like, you doubt everything and you're like, oh, you, you feel a bit rusty. And also, mm. I kind of... I really love my life right now. I don't know if mm. I, I hate, I kind of feel weird saying that. I love my life. But it's true. But no, you've worked hard to make a very nice life for yourself and your lovely daughter. So I really wouldn't feel ashamed of saying you love your life. I'd own it. I'd wear it like a badge mm. of honour. I feel my opinion. very content right now. So Nice to, word. Yeah, I, love I feel that. very, very content. Things are going um, good. And, you know, in, in my life, I'm always like, Hmm, things are going oh god what's around a little what's bit around the corner <laughs> yeah what's yeah. next what is next mm. well i'm 30 this week i know babe i was going to ask you about that as well oh well, sorry i'm well, jumping the gun no don't be so stupid like let's just have a chat but it's welcome to the club for starters Yes. Because obviously I'm in my 30s. Secondly, I don't know if you're scared or if you're feeling super like chilled about it, but let me just say, so far, I know many two years in, 30s has been my favourite decade. Oh, everyone says that actually. So oh, I'm honestly, looking forward to it. Yeah. In your 20s and like, obviously you had you had to grow up a bit quicker than me, obviously towards the end, given like you had your baby mm. and everything. But I do think in your 20s, you are racked with self-doubt. Mm. You are fighting so many different insecurities. You're constantly comparing yourself to others and trying to catch up with what it seems like everyone else is doing and what you feel like you should be doing. It's just such an uncertain time where you're learning so much about yourself. And when I hit 30, like it didn't happen overnight or anything, but over the last couple of years, I've just became so accepting of who I am. And that goes across everything. Like, do you know my body shape that I fought for like 10 years to try and change? Like, fuck it, I've got boobs and a bum and that's me and there's going to be zero apology. I love like, that. Fight, like everything, like having a child, I know I joke and I'm like, shit, everyone's doing it but me. But I'm now just like, it will happen when it's when you're ready. So relax and take a breath. You just totally accept who you are. And because of that, yeah, favourite decade to date, mate. Mm. 
I think self-acceptance is a really... I think you're not even aware of self-acceptance when you are in your 20s because you're just living your life frivolously and you've got time mm. to. And, yeah, I mean, twen- your 20s are a bit of a, a rocky road. But um, yeah. I, I'm, I'm actually really looking forward to turning 30. I am. Oh, I am. It's lo- it's lovely that you say that. So many people stress out, but I suppose you're just super content and like the it comes across. The only thing, right? The only thing. Go on. The only thing is um, thirty, hmm. and this is no disrespect to any 30, 30 year olds because I'm going to be one in a few days. <laughs> thirty is a proper adult and it, it, it's I'm now like a, <laughs> I'm now a 30 year old woman there's no like oh yeah I'm 29 oh. no you're an adult now I know you've got a child I know you've got a mortgage but you're a grown-ass woman mm. and now I'm like do I need to start acting like an adult like is this is this it and do you know what this is another thing so I'm on that celebrity dating app yeah oh that oh yeah yeah do you know, I won't tell everybody which one she's on, right? But I will tell you, when I was single, I couldn't get on it. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? No. Do you not remember this? It's a madness, mate, right? So when I first come out of the jungle and I was single and I was having a bit of like, oh, I'm just going to be single for the rest of my life. Nobody, how will I ever know anyone loves me for me? Not just because I'm the queen of the jungle and such a... <laughs> tosser um that's the downfalls with winning it hon you see me i come third <laughs> and i never had that problem never had that fuck <laughs> off so no so i was like i remember talking to joel domit about it and he was just like you need to go on this dating app mm. it's like for influencers celebs people in the industry super discreet go on and i was like oh my god like is it that easy he's like yeah of course i'm on it he's like um you've got x i think he was like you've got four like four million followers and a pretty face you'll be fine that was his exact words and I was like buzzing sign me up so I was in Tokyo at the time feeling so so isolated and super super lonely like you've been to Japan but I think we had very different ex- we had completely different experiences yeah because I, I loved it yeah I think you were in Kyoto slightly out for me Tokyo was like the coldest place ever and I spent like a week in hooters every night just because it was the only place people would talk to us <laughs> the waitresses used to say they loved me eyelashes and that so I'd just go in there it was so no I went to like rope I went to like a robot cafe and like a monster cafe I did go with Sunday which was a really odd I guess an odd place to take a child to Tokyo but they loved her. Like yeah. all the locals, they were obsessed. So that's why we had a different experience. But go on. <laughs> we didn't go to Hooters, unfortunately. Oh, you missed out, mate. The chicken wings were lit. Um, yeah, so anyway, <laughs> so, so I went one night. I was lying there super late. Couldn't sleep, jet lagged to death. And I logged in to this dating app and filled out all my relevant information. You have to say who you've been recommended by. So I was like, Joel Domit. It was honestly awful. I was so cringing at myself. And then just waiting to be accepted. And a couple of days later, I just got this email that was like, thank Thanks for your interest. No, 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 no word of a lie, but no thanks. And I was like, are you fucking joking me? Pete Wicks is on here? Like, I was livid, mate. I was livid. I'm honestly shocked. (laughs) Because, you know, there's, there's kind of, it's not just for celebs now. They've kind of broadened their their people that are now on the app. And I'm so shocked. Way to hit a girl when she's down, Fern. (laughs) everyone's on it (laughs) (laughs) no but seriously right 
why? I'd love to know why. Like, was she like, why not? Did you not make a complaint? <laughs> Lodge a complaint. No, my ego was bruised enough just off being like shortlisted. Like I didn't need to pursue it and find out it was because I wasn't like attractive or famous or sort of anything oh, enough. Sorry, I wouldn't have had that because... That... <laughs> I mean, at the time I was super famous. <laughs> Oh, don't. I wouldn't have had that. And, you know, I guess that was just the universe saying, no, 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 no. We've got something bigger coming. We have, they and were then sent. Erkan stepped into your yeah. life. I mean, it was a few years later. I did have to have another little bump <laughs> oh, in the no. road before I met my knight in shining armor. But the less said about that, the better. Better. So go on. Tell me, you're on this date nap. Is it? I mean, obviously, yeah, it's going well because they're oh, fucking right, let you on it. Ages. <laughs> this is about ages. So I'm on the, the celebrity dating app that mm-hmm. is Raya. And to be honest. Oh, we've dropped the name. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can find Fern on Raya. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, every well, oh god, I was just about to say everyone's on it. Every single celebrity is, 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 is on it. There's loads of influencers, footballers, sportsmen, you name it, they're on it. And it is a lot of fun, and it definitely did pass some time in lockdown. Um, but I'm that's I'm not here to talk about my my experience on this celebrity dating <laughs> app. What I was going to say yep. is your perception of age mm-hmm. mine's skewed because when I'm seeing 30 year old men on this celebrity dating app I'm like nah too old no but then you <laughs> <laughs> ageist prick <laughs> okay um but now I'm like but now I but now I I've, I've kind of checked in with myself and I'm like Fern you are turning 30 and it's time to, you know, maybe try it. Talk to some older guys. And... Try some experienced peen. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Good. Honestly, yes. mate, I feel like we've had this conversation before, but um, Erkan is 26, which ultimately makes me a cougar. Um, mm. And I've gone out with older guys. I've gone out with younger guys. I've had my fair share of both ends of the spectrum. Um and I really do believe age is just a number. Mm. Like, and I get where you're coming from for a while. Like, my mum was really worried because obviously your mum and my mum are really close and they've both been back out in the dating pool, haven't they? Mm. And my mum got really worried that she was going to have to, like, start looking for 60-year-old fellas. And she was like, are they just going to be really boring and really old and set in their ways? But... I let me tell you, like, it doesn't matter about the age. It matters about the individual. The one, the fella she's with now, they go bike riding, they go on holidays, Fern. She's having the time of Mm. her life. And I think, like, it's given her a new life. It's about compatibility, isn't it? And I think even me to say I'm judging someone off off the back of a number that is, like, full frontal on their, on their profile Uh is actually really wrong because I have got friends of all ages mm-hmm. and some who are pushing into their late 30s early 40s one of my best friends is 40 years old mm-hmm. and I feel like we are the same age mm-hmm. where you would place us mm-hmm. whether it's 40 or 30 or 20 bloody one mm-hmm. who cares but yeah, yeah it, age is just a number and I, I quickly have have had to learn that if I'm honest, because <laughs> to, uh, to stay to stay hot and fresh on the old date and I've seen it absolutely <laughs> and then but just going back to that because now I'm thinking like does this mean 
Have you ever seen that Sex and the City episode where they're all talking around the table and Samantha goes... Let me just stop you there. The answer is yes. I've seen them all. Yes. Ah, of course you have. You know where Samantha goes, welcome to my box. And it's, you now have to tick. You know, we we would be in the overs if we were to enter X Factor. Oh, we'd we would be, be in the overs. Would be in the same category as Wagner. Let that fucking ruminate me. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm saying. And so now people, you know, now I'm now I'm 30. That's gonna change my profile. I might have been knocked out of many, many people guys searches. Who might... Yeah. Shit, babe. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. But you know what? Then more fool them because they're missing out on an absolute catch. You're stunning. You're a brilliant mother and you're independent. She's making it rain, lads. You Yay. are missing out, man. <laughs> yeah, she is back with the compliments. Never too Thank far you, away. Never Thank too you, far darling. Away. Yes, no, I'm. Uh... I'm excited for the. I, can't, I, I love that we're now talking about my my dating life, which is, it's always the way. But yeah, I'm excited for the future. Good. So I'm sure you should be. So obviously, I didn't want to get into it too much, but you brought it up yourself. You are single. You are looking. Yes. Is there anything in a man? In case, because I don't get a lot of men listening. I get a lot of women, if I'm honest. But if there's any fellas listening on the off chance, what is it you're looking for in a man? Um, I just want someone that I can have fun with. Yes. Obviously, I think the chemistry, chemistry is my favourite thing. One of my favourite things on this whole entire universe. It is, it's invisible and you, and you can't, you can't see it, but oh my, you can feel it. And when two people have got chemistry, that is just so euphoric and exciting. It's mm. like you could lock eyes with someone across a bar and it just be such a force and I love that so definitely initially chemistry Mm -hmm. um and then I do think there has to be an element of lust oh yeah and then just someone that I could be myself with I have dated so many guys even recently my uh, an Mm ex-boyfriend I I shall remain nameless (laughs) I wasn't I wasn't myself I wasn't myself the very few dates that I've been on since I've just walked into them like do you know what I'm gonna be myself and if it doesn't go anywhere then no love lost I know that I can walk away and be like I was myself and that's you know that's good enough for me but I I want someone that I could just properly laugh with and just be besties with that is all I want for you as well like I seriously just want you to be so happy and you deserve it whenever it happens mate oh it'll it'll be the best and yeah good things are worth waiting for honey absolutely took me I was 31 yes and this is the thing like lots of my friends around me they've met their one Mm-hmm. and things have happened really quickly in their 30s. So yeah. I'm not worried or, you know, you get that lots of women are like, oh, I'm, th- I'm 30. and But then saying that, because my my friend, I was having a conversation with my friend and she's like, yeah, but you've, you've got a kid. And I was like, I can only really speak on behalf of myself. I haven't got that, oh, I need to meet someone right now. I need yeah. to meet, because yes, I guess I've got Sunday and, but I understand the pressures. Like lots of lots of women are like, ah, oh, just I want to find someone. But when you when you are on that 
desperate it is almost desperation de- yeah. like, I just and I've been there yeah I've been like sat till goon o'clock in the morning on Raya <laughs> scrolling <laughs> through Instagram scrolling through my DMs thinking someone please who's gonna be me baby daddy <laughs> <laughs> honestly the day Sunday and I don't know why I'm saying this with a big old grin Go the on. day Sunday gets her heart broken, I'm throwing her the biggest party oh. ever. Because your first heartbreak oh, is man. something that you don't know this right away, but it's something that should be celebrated because you have to go through that. Everyone has to have that. It's like a girl's bar mitzvah, really, isn't it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. It really is. It's like, welcome to the world. Like, now, now's the time to, like, really get to know and there's that saying isn't there that the valleys will teach you something the mountaintops never will and it's such a broad mm, it's such a bro- never have, have you one. not it's such a broad saying it basically just means your laws in life teach you an awful lot more about strength about who you are about who you want to be than when you're riding high because we can all have a nice time and be a good person when things are going well but when your law shows you what you're made of oh don't we know it darling fucking hell man that feels like a perfect place to end part one <laughs> Please tune in to part two when me and Finn will be catching up on all things I'm a Celeb and tackling social media. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.